And now, with his astounding jet car ready for a bold assault on the dimension barrier, Buckaroo Banzai faces the greatest challenge of his turbulent life. While high above Earth, an alien spacecraft keeps a nervous watch on Team Banzai's every move. Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. Brought to you by Pioneer Library System. We are here once again with the 5-Minute Film Finder. Chances are um, you've been with us before. If not, we're going to talk about some movies today. Um, We're going to each have five minutes to pitch a movie to you that we've watched on Hoopla or Canopy. Hopefully you like what you hear and you go check it out. My name is London and I am here today with... Jamie. Jamie, what's going on this week? Well, there's this little thing called My Birthday, which is tomorrow. That's exciting. Yes. So, here at the time of this recording, tomorrow is Jamie's birthday. So, when you're listening to this, just pretend it's Jamie's birthday. (laughs) Have some cake. So, big plans. Mm, I think I may actually be going out to eat at a patio, someplace with a patio. I'm not sure where yet. It feels kind of odd. It still feels sort of like wrong to go out to eat, but I've had my two shots and yeah. It's um, it's hard to make big plans right now. It Everything is. feels different, but yes. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Thank you. I hear you have a weird movie picked out for us today. I definitely do. Do you want to run with that? I think so. Oh my gosh. So my film is The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai Across the Eighth Dimension. So that's a mouthful. So this movie... It might take me the whole five minutes just to try and explain it because there is a lot going on. So much. There, um, John Lithgow, who stars in it, I read that he has said that when he's tried to explain the storyline to people, it takes him about an hour. So I will give it my best shot. So it is rated PG. It was directed by W.D. Richter and written by Earl Mac Roche, which I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, hopefully. But it's got an incredible cast. It stars Peter Weller, who most of you may know from RoboCop, uh, John Lithgow, as I said. It also stars Ellen Barkin, Jeff Goldblum, Christopher Lloyd, and way more people that you will recognize, but I don't have time to name them all. You can't go wrong with Jeff Goldblum. I know. And he... Is a country music enthusiast in this movie. Dressed up like an old, yes. old-timey cowboy. It is fantastic. So, also of note, apparently Jamie Lee Curtis played Buckaroo's mother, but her scenes were deleted. Oh. But I've heard you can catch them on the DVD. I did not know that. Yeah. So, the plot. Buckaroo is a physicist, neurosurgeon, test pilot, and a rock star who is trying to save the world. That's the... Doesn't that sound exhausting? It does. He's really got a lot going on. So, Buckaroo and his mentor, Dr. Hikita, have perfected a device called an oscillation overthruster, which allows objects to pass through solid matter. He tests it out by driving through a mountain, and in doing so, he enters another dimension. And there are aliens in this dimension. And one of them attaches itself to Buckaroo's car, and his rocket car yes yes jet car and that was very important point i forgot to mention thank you but uh yeah so naturally these aliens that have come into earth they want to steal the overthruster so that they can go back and rescue the others out of that dimension and all of the aliens this really tickled me 
All the aliens are named John. They have different last names, but every single one of them, their first name is John. I enjoyed that. Yes, me too. There's even a lady alien named John. Yes. (laughs) So we get one scene where Buckaroo and his band, the Hong Kong Cavaliers, play a gig. So we get get a musical performance. Um, But yeah, there's a little bit of chaos ensues. And John Lithgow is a villain. And he has this ridiculous Italian accent. And he chews a lot of scenery, but it's very fun to watch. The um, music, I really enjoyed the music. The opening credits just look so retro. And there is synthesizer music. And it is just quintessential 80s. This movie is from the 80s. But it is quintessential 80s. The costumes, the hair, the end credits, to me looked like a music video i yes. don't know i love the you... end credits yes that and was one of my favorite parts did you notice there was an outfit change on no. one of the guys no. yes um the, the guy with the bleach blonde hair i can't remember his character name that is perfect tommy yes um but yes he his outfit changes so, okay yeah um let's see i, I want to say if you just say 1980s sci-fi you can immediately <laughs> kind of picture what this looks like yes. and it really fits the bill yes um I did read that they kind of knew that this movie would have a hard time finding a mainstream audience. So they went to Star Trek conventions to try and promote it. And they um, showed film clips and they handed out uh, Buckaroo headbands. And I've heard that those have now become a collector's item. So, and it was definitely not a hit, but now it's kind of become a cult classic. I I really like all the character names in this. Someone had fun writing names. We have Reno... Buckaroo Bonsai, Perfect Tommy, Penny Pretty, Reno Nevada, uh, Pinky Carruthers, Rawhide, General Catbird, <laughs> Casper Lindley, Scooter Lindley. Um, one of my favorites is, you know, all the aliens are named John. Yes. One is John, John Big Booty. <laughs> I knew you were say that, yes. And everyone keeps calling him John Big Booty. <laughs> there is John Yaya and John Smallberries. <laughs> so the aliens had fun naming themselves yes. when they came to Earth. I thought it was uh, so much fun. Um, apparently there is a book sequel coming out okay that was just announced recently um but yeah this is really very campy but i just it's fun if you're looking for to have a, a good laugh you know it's a good movie to sit back with i will say you have to be prepared to pay attention to this yes. movie there's so much happening it hits the ground running yes so it, it just, needs a prequel movie <laughs> just right. to set up this movie you're so. kind of just dropped into it right and gotta go with it you, you have to keep up yeah i watched a, a clip on youtube of the new york film festival about maybe 10 years ago and john lithgow and peter weller were there and kevin smith was the host and he mentions that yeah you were just dropped into this movie and you are just expected to kind of just tag yeah. along yeah. and, you know. Sink or swim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamie, um, that is our five-minute yeah. warning. Thank you, Wilhelm. Um, if you weren't aware, the show is powered by hamsters on tiny wheels, and we're going to give them <laughs> a break right now, and we will be back. Hey, poetry fans. Let's get immersed in verse. Our annual poetry writing contest is back and happening now. We have categories encompassing grades K through 12 and also adults. Each participant can submit up to three poems, which should be emailed to mc at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. Let us know if the poet is in the category of K through 5, middle school, high school, or even adult, and include a library card number if possible. Submissions are being accepted through April 23rd. 
with our virtual poetry celebration and awards presentation taking place May 6, 2021 at 6 p.m. We wish you all the best in your quest. Okay, we are back. We've heard about Buckaroo Bonsai. I have a weird one for us, Jamie. Oh, you do? Let's talk Hercules in New York. All right. I'll have Wilhelm start that timer. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we both picked out our movies this week, ones we had not seen, but we, yeah. we just knew they were gems and mm-hmm. they were going to be weird and fun and mm-hmm. hopefully... Give us a lot to talk about. Yeah, so... Um, you know, stumbled across Hercules in New York. I don't think I'd ever heard of this. I um, this came out in 1970. It's directed by Arthur Allen Seidelman. This is starring Arnold Schwarzenegger in his acting debut. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this earlier before we were recording. He's credited as Arnold Strong slash Mr. Universe. This was kind of playing off of his co-star in the movie, who is Arnold Stang. Mm-hmm. So it says starring Arnold Stang and Arnold Strong. Um, it's kind of cute. I mean, yeah. I will say, so the plot is very thin in this movie. <laughs> Extremely thin. Yeah, that's shocking. That did not stop me from enjoying it, right. though. So um, really, all this is, is um, Hercules is tired of being on Olympus. He is <laughs> he's be- bored. He's bored. He's, he's seen all the same people. It's boring <laughs> being around gods all day. <laughs> So he's begging his dad, Zeus, I want to go to Earth. And it's funny because he just is kind of like a five-year-old child a little bit. He's like, I'm bored. Let me go. (laughs) I want to play. I I don't want to listen to you. I want to go to Earth. (laughs) So um, he finally, Zeus gets mad and, you know, shoots lightning at him. And he falls (laughs) through the sky and he lands in 1970 New York. But first, he goes by an airplane uh, a pan am airplane and the lady uh, by the window seat screams and she claims there's a naked man outside which he was not naked i believe he was wearing his little his like, toga thing yeah um that was a fun little um f- funny nugget yeah. like right out of the gate there mm-hmm. because he you know you see a pan am flight he floats by a window on his way to earth <laughs> upsets this older woman <laughs> And they get she, the oxygen down for Yeah, her. they get the oxygen. She's screaming about the naked man outside the plane. Her sister is with her and said, oh, I shouldn't have taken her to see those, those Greek statues. Yes. She's so impressionable. Aww. Yeah. So, it, you know, you kind of get that tone right out of the gate mm-hmm. with the movie. Um, so he goes, to, he lands in New York. I don't know if that's by choice or accident. Yeah. Um, and really, you're kind of just following him around New York. He's bumbling around New York, I would say, a little bit. Um just kind of his misadventures there. He takes up with Pretzi, who is played with Arnold Stang. Who is a pretzel, pretzel vendor. Salesman. Yeah. So naturally, if you sell pretzels, your name is Pretzi. Right. One of the laws of the universe. I really liked the scene um, when he first gets to New York and Pretzi says to these guys, they were on that off that boat, the freighter, and he's like, 20 bucks to the first man that flattens him. And I'm thinking, have you seen him? Who who could fight in him? He's right, huge. Right. So. so it's kind of interesting how they become friends yes. because Hercules is fighting a bunch of guys down at the docks and the pretzel vendor <laughs> is watching the fight and taking bets on it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're friends and they're friends right. for the rest of the movie and <laughs> go on their misadventures yes. together. Yeah. Um, we also have James Karen in this um, yes. playing Professor Camden. Um, you probably know his face from Poltergeist. He's in Return of the Living Dead parts one and two. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen those, you should. Those are great yes. horror movies. Um, really great actor. 
when I saw his face, I was like, I know him. Who is he? And so I went and looked him up and I was like, yes, Return of the Living Dead. Right. So, yeah. So, again, thin plot. He's going around <laughs> New York. He um, he fights a bear. He fights a bear. That's one of the, the sillier, sillier moments in this movie. Um, there's a man in a terrible bear suit yes. and you can't really tell it's a bear, <laughs> but you're told it's a bear and you just... <laughs> You just go with it. This is when you have to suspend your disbelief, folks. It's a bear. Um, So from that, he gets attention from that. And then it's decided that he should go into professional wrestling, Mm -hmm. which did we see any of that or very little of the wrestling. Right. Yeah. But we're told Hercules has become a professional wrestler now. And that's how he's making money and spending his time on Earth. Yes. I will have to say one thing I noticed about him, his naivete kind of reminded me a little bit of Arnold's character in Twins. Yes. But, of course, that character was a little bit sweeter than Hercules. But, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. Um, Did you notice the... um, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but he enters that... uh, gets involved in that strongman competition. Mm -hmm. And did you notice the uh, TV host of that? I did. I've seen him I think he was on Seinfeld. He was. I looked him up. He was on 11 episodes of Seinfeld, plus um, All the President's Men, Get Out, and he had a very bit part in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Did you catch that actor's name? Yes, I wrote it down. His name is, if I can find it, Richard Hurd. Okay. Um, You know what? He's trying to cut us off. I'll say Richard Hurd. He plays (laughs) Mr. Wilhelm, George's boss on Seinfeld, so that's a fun actor. So um, I'll I'll have to wrap this up really quick. Um, Hercules in New York. This is really fun. You should check it out. When it originally came out, um, they did dub Arnold's voice. Um, You can watch this on Hoopla. It's undubbed. You can listen to Arnold or you can go to YouTube and watch the dubbed version. I did hear that Arnold did not know English very well. So he learned his lines phonetically. Yeah. It it shows a little bit. But it's still, it's interesting (laughs) to hear both versions. Right. So I think both of the movies we picked today are worth watching at least once. I had fun. Yeah, it's good campy fun. So if you like what you heard today, please like and subscribe. And if you have any questions or comments or have a movie you think we should watch, you can email us at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. Happy birthday, Jamie. Thank you, London. we will see you guys next time.